Hello and welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap. I'm Doug, with me is Deb. Hello. The podcast that asks... That ask? The ask. I think it's that a... That does the ask. Hashtag ask. Um, that asks the hard questions. Deb? Mm-hmm. Is cheese dust cheese? No. But it's still cheese dust. It's the dust from cheese. Yeah, I... Yeah, this is this is okay, gonna here, go, this is gonna go no, into a whole is no, soup cereal is cereal soup is a hot dog a sandwich is it's a pop tart a ravioli, um, you've never thought about that have you? Nope. Oh crap. Okay, cheese dust from I would actual eat the cheese. I fuck out of breakfast ravioli though. Is cheese dust and actually it's like cheese dust actual cheese or is it like cheese dust from Cheetos or Doritos? No, not like actual cheese dust, not like crumbs, because cheese crumbs is cheese. Um, cheese dust, like Crumb. Cheetos or oh no, that's just chemicals. Cheese balls or that's just chemicals. Well, the it's not that, cheese dust. But that says like that the cheese itself is not cheese. What it's about not. the package? It says it's not. Maybe with real cheese. It may have been then, real cheese, extent, like sometime percentage ten wise, chemicals. Percentage wise, Mm-mm, no, no. If it says no, no real cheese, Mm-mm. even if it's ten percent, even if it's ten percent, no. Yeah, Cheetos are ten percent cheese, right? Well, not just maybe like Cheez-Its or something. <laughs> no, it's not cheese. It's some kind of chemical process, and probably well, the gluten. Show that apparently answers the hard questions. And apparently gluten. Try not to. Yeah, no. If I, I honestly, <laughs> speaking of cheese, I literally had a moment where I, like, slammed myself in the middle of a conversation because I was like, "What the fuck, dude?" Like. I would never, like, of all the allergies, if I was allergic to cheese, and then I immediately went, that's lactose intolerance, Doug. Like, Well, there's a difference, though, between lactose intolerance and being allergic to dairy. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, it's like when that I had a friend who goes, oh, my God, I'm choking on water, and I went, that's called drowning. <laughs> it's like the whole thing, like, I hit him with a knife. That's called stabbing. Um, there's a word for that, and it's not positive. Um... At least we're not in the movie. Uh, oh. If you could see him, that was not appropriate for me to say. Uh, let's get right into it. I had to go there. I know. I have had weirdly, yeah, like some of the jokes I've had off air were not, not kosher. So I have to apologize for last week's non-episode. Because oh yeah, we weren't, we weren't here last week. I did, I, was, I did, hold on, before you say that, I did post online that way you know I said yeah. busy work schedule for me because I didn't have enough for a nerd vomit episode and you were it is what it is like Ill. I said I was ill I got a as we have talked about many times before I have a very delicate constitution I got a touch of food poisoning and I'm pretty sure I vomited my entire body weight like past, I'm not going to ask you how much that is but like past the point where it's just bile Oh no, I had allergic reaction to a medication and like what I was puking up was just, well, it, I will I will remember that taste for the rest of my life. It got to the point where I was drinking Gatorade so there was something for me to throw up instead of dry heaving. Mm. And I'm sure we've all been there. I was puking so, so much from this, I was puking so much from this allergic reaction. Have I ever told you this? No, never. That uh, one of my parents, I won't say who, but he had a penis. Um, had to give me a suppository because I couldn't keep anything down. Luckily, oh. I was in such a delirium 
that I don't remember that at all. Thank the Lord, Jesus Christ. But I'm assuming it would feel, at that time, probably like being fucked by the smallest, softest dick ever. No, thank you. But like I said, I'm sorry, I was very instead ill. Of sma- instead of smashing that butthole, it was like smushing that butthole. By the time that it came around to 6 o'clock last Monday morning... Please do this. Thank you. Is there a fly? Yeah. Okay. By the time it got around to 6 o'clock Shoot last fly, Monday morning, her. I had gotten past the vomit stage. However, I was so tired and my throat was so ravaged by all of the stomach acid that I'd been vomiting. Like Pretty much, yeah. And so I, I texted you and my... Oh, you were like Lily when she uh, smoked cigarettes and sounded like Harvey Firestein. Exactly. Like I said, like, oh, it was just honey. one of those things where it's like I sat there, because I'd, I'd been up all night, and at five I'm like, well, I'll see how I feel in an hour, and then I'll let the boys know if I can record. There are times where, you know when I get sick, yeah. my voice drops an octave and it gets scratchy, and there's one of these days I'm going to do it. The timing's going to be right, folks. Where one day I've got, like, a, you know, a head cold, and I go, okay, we're not going to record, which, you know me, Deb, like, that's well, probably recorded, never going to like happen. Like I said, yeah. we've recorded with both of us having colds. Uh, but my my voice is going to be so fucked that I'm just going to record myself quoting Christian Bale from Batman movies, where it's just going to be like, where is she? Um, awesome. Yeah, it's just going to be like, swear to me. So. But yes, I apologize for us not recording last week. I was ill. That's right. Like I said, I didn't have enough Which, for Which, unfortunately, uh, I did to myself. I ate a piece of sausage that was a little older than I realized. Was it barely legal? <laughs> not quite that old. That was old. a dick-sucking joke, folks. Not, um, not quite that old, but still. Like I said, so... Ew, so it wasn't legal? Nope. I mean, I... Ew. That dick couldn't buy its own scotch or something. Um, so, like I said, I apologize. You don't need to be sorry for that. Um, you do know? Do you know what you need to be sorry for? The dumbest segue ever. Oh, we're getting right into that. Okay. Well, we don't have to. I'm just saying. No, is we'll that get what right I into that. I'm um, sorry, I haven't seen Deadpool yet. As the podcast knows, I have not been gainfully employed for a while, and I blew my load on seeing Infinity War as opposed to seeing Deadpool too. Which I agree with um, wholeheartedly. In fact. I saw Deadpool 2. Of course I did. Uh, my username on most things is now Dougpool. Um, my Not wallet is Spider Deadpool. Doug? No, Spider-Dog gets taken a lot. Really? Yeah, Dougpool does not. It's weird. So there's some pretty uncool Dugs out there. Um, I saw Deadpool 2, and I will say, non-spoiler review like I did with uh, Avengers and Fendi you, War. I, you can spoil. I don't mind. I'll still enjoy it. I'll still I know, watch but it. They, they might. Okay. It hasn't um, been two weeks yet. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Um, I think they tried to go for emotional weight to this one, mm-hmm. which that movie, at this point franchise, we'll just call it franchise, is not, sh- isn't known for its emotional depth and shouldn't be known for its emotional depth. No, 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 meh. And, well, him and, this him this and had an extended death out. scene. This had some really schmaltzy, like, lovers divided stuff that I'm not going to get into right now. But that I felt like it wasn't even a wink and nod. Of like, look how cliched and cheesy this is. It was just cliched and cheesy. And I think it tried to offset that with too Peter. many, huh? With Peter? No, Peter was red. Uh, with too many. Um, pop culture and meta references 
the movie was funny. I'm not going to say it's not. But I think the times when it was trying to be earnest failed miserably because that's How not what the movie know? is. And I, I want to say, hold on, before you... Because um, I may answer your question, I may not. Um, the first Deadpool was a satire of superhero films. Uh, anyone who disagrees with me, all I have to say is she's going to do the superhero landing, that satire. Right down Main Street. Right down Main Street. Um, this one was a superhero movie. It wasn't a satire of such. There were moments of satire, but in in and of itself, as a whole, was, I think, a little of an emotionally bloated superhero movie. Okay. It was paint by numbers in terms of that. But funny. And there's a part where I was the only person in in the theater clapping, and when you see it, or next week, I will tell you why I was clapping, because it's fucking awesome. How do you feel about the representation of Cable? It was great. I mean, I loved I loved Cable, I loved Domino, I loved uh, Bedlam, Zeitgeist, everyone in it. Great. Sonic Teenage Warhead? Yeah, apparently has a girlfriend, which is Serge. She's in the trailer, so I'm not worried about saying that. It's the girl with the electric powers. Yeah, I know um, exactly who you're talking about. But she and Wade were fucking hilarious. Like, Serge and... Oh my are, god, you're old. Which is ironic because I was telling someone that her code name is a 90s music reference because it's a song by, by Monster Magnet. Yeah. Um, so there you go. I, I liked it. <sighs> um, do I want to see it again? I would go see it again in a group. Or like if you were like, hey, we're going to go see it. Or, hey, I have the time. What, what are you doing right now? <laughs> Nothing. And we're going to go see it together? Great. But I don't think I'm going to actively seek it out again the way I did with Infinity War and other movies. Fair enough. Okay. Um, uh, were you disappointed? I think, no. Were you whelmed? I was whelmed. It's it's the Iron Man slash Iron Man 2 and then Iron Man 3 issue. Is that it's a tonal shift? And Not I it. don't and it is necessarily it is agree with it. It is a change in directors and writers. The action scenes were amazing. Like It's obviously the co-director of John Wick 2. The writing, I thought, was a little heavy-handed. Once again, with all the pop culture references, like I like all the like references to Avengers and the hands. X-Men. I mean, the jokes were well-crafted. I just don't think... Like, they were funny, but they weren't clever. Does that make sense? Okay. Got it. So what else should I be ashamed of? Not owning a PlayStation 4 so you can play God of War. Got war. I'm I mean, sorry. The, war the only four, video game I'm currently playing, other than Ingress, is uh, Dream Daddy. What is Dream Daddy? Google it, and we'll get back to it. Oh sweet Jesus! Oh, yeah. Is it a? Do you exploit a sugar daddy? Is that the game? Nope. Can we make that a game? Because that would be. Phenomenal. I'm pretty sure it's already a game, but yes, we can absolutely make that a game. Okay. Because my whole like vagina, my whole genital. Um, Show me your genitals. No, genitals. my whole genital um, organ trail thing is. I told you that idea. No, I remember that idea. I That's it was why very I was early laughing. on this podcast. Um, yeah, it was about the organ trail, but with your genitals. My original note on God of War, which I finished. So spoilers: the game has been out a month at this point, and everybody is still fucking raving. Oh yes, my original note was Valkyries can suck it. Um, Except Valkyrie. Huh? Except Valkyrie. Except Valkyrie? Valkyrie. Ragnarok. I'm pretty sure Kratos might fuck... Ooh, that'd be a good fight, though. Ooh. Um, I know, right? Fight. Yeah. So, at one point, Valkyries are this... Like I said, this is 
the game reminds me a lot of Horizon Zero Dawn, in which there's an amazing story, which we will touch on. Um, but there are all these side missions, which is a new one for God of War, um, the franchise. And the Valkyries are these eight Valkyrie spirits trapped in corrupted bodies or shells. Mm-hmm. And you have to kill them to get the queen, to have the queen come, who has the powers of all the other Valkyries, who are a in the ass on their own. And then you actually have the queen. Yeah, which were, you can't read her moves at all, because it's like, oh, she's doing that one's powers. Oh, nope, she, now she's doing that one's powers. Um, I beat them bitches down. And it was fucking... I got an erection when I beat that queen. Um... Well, the table just about an inch. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Oh, more than an inch. Um, well, I mean, we're sitting in a booth, so, I mean, that's impressive. Damn. Thank you. Um, yeah, the side missions are great. Um, I There are a few things in-game I'm still missing, um, but they don't equate to trophies on the PlayStation Network, so I'm like, fuck it, and I've since moved on. But I beat it last night, um, and I am just over the moon. About so there's nothing left. Well, I mean, I could close the rest of the realm tears. Um, there's one trophy for like exploring an area, and I'm not quite sure what I have explored. I might for the trophy, okay. not for the in-game experience, because I have. Like, well, you don't need the in-game. Experience. I have a wealth of experience, and they're like in-game currency called hack silver. Like, I'm not spending it on anything because I've unlocked all my skills. I've upgraded everything to the max. Um, at this point, like, yeah. Um, I ran through the entire realm of grinding. Um, ended up going back to the realm of grinding. Um, it's called Nefelheim. But it is... Realm of grinding. The best realm of... I was going to say, best cat house ever. Uh, I kind of want to have a cosplay brothel named that. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, but there's Should we text James Gunn immediately? Yes. Uh, he's taking our calls, right? Um, I said text, but all right. I follow, him on t- I follow him on Twitter, but every time I DM him, he never answers. I follow him on the Insta. He's actually pretty interesting. Um, we, might, we might have his, uh, his, I almost said son, his brother, Sean Gunn, uh, on the podcast from DCC. So. One can only hope, and I would love to talk to him. We'll see. Um... I did uh, intimate hey, put this. put one in for the little guy. I did intimate this off air, uh, and I thought you might freak out when I told you this. Kind of in a, in a good way, obviously. Um, I said that there was an Avengers reference in God of War. Oh, really? Yes, there is. You can get a talisman called the uh, Shattered Gauntlet of Ages. Ooh, which, I like it. When you max it out, you get three little um, like empty like slots to fill with. Uh, certain gems, and if you put in a certain combination of gems, it upgrades up, upgrades, upgrades the uh, power of the gauntlet. You effectively get Thanos, the, the Infinity Gauntlet. Um, it only has three slots or three sockets in the not game. Not five. Not six. Excuse me, six. Because um, there's one on the back of the yeah. hand. It's when everyone forgets. Um, but it ends up being a fucking awesome power up where you not only like just punch and like a little like wind force comes out but like there's like an extra like bam 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 like energy beam that comes out of it right um, damn which really helps near the end of the game um when you're fighting Baldur Freya's son uh in the finale 
all I really want to say about the finale is A, it's well earned. It's emotional. Um, do they ever spread the ashes? Yeah, they do. That's yeah. that's the well earned part. They finally get to the highest peak in Jotunheim, the realm of giants. Um, where you see that the giants have like foreseen all of the events of the game and foreshadowed Kratos' uh, death with his son at his side. Um, you then go, you can go back home and sleep, in which uh, his son Atreus, which we're going to talk about in a moment, his son Atreus has a, a, <laughs> a human backpack that he is, um, has a dream vision of Thor coming to their house uh, and like accosting them violently uh, which is going to be fucking rad in the next couple of games because I guarantee it's going to be a trilogy much like the first three on the original PlayStation and PlayStation 2 okay. uh, and PlayStation 3 I believe or PlayStation 2 and 3 I believe were the, were the first three console games and then you find out that Atreus wasn't the first name that was thought of when he was born what was the first name? well you find out that his mother was one of the last giants left on Midgard yeah, at one point, um, throughout the game, obviously, the kid has no idea that his father's the god of war. That gets, yeah. he finds that out, um, and you find out near the end of the game that he's like, oh, my mother was a giant? He goes, yeah, apparently I wasn't the only parent with secrets. Interesting. Um, setting up the sequel. And he goes, well, but in everything they wrote about, like, my story, um, they don't call me Atreus. They call me Loki. Yeah. And, of course, Kratos is like, I don't know what that's all about. He goes, but he does say, like, that was what your mother wanted to name you, but I named you after this, like, Spartan that always gave me hope, whatever. A great nod to the original franchise. Um, so, apparently, his son is the, mis the god of mischief. What's interesting is that Loki actually had Which children. Which now makes total sense how annoying he was in the game. Except Loki had at least one child with a giantess named Helga. The child was named Helga. Well, he was, uh, in the he mythology, the he's a son of a frost giant, yes? Yeah. So, I don't know if the mother is, who they call Faye, but apparently has a mythological counterpart. It's like Phaja or something like that. But like I said, Loki... Who may be a frost giant, Like I, I said, Loki know. in the mythology, mythos, excuse me, in the mythos, actually had a child with at least one giantess that they named Helga. I mean, he had other children, but still. Married Hagar... The horrible. It's a deep cut, folks. Google it. Um, let's get into the finales. Oh, that was not a flip-off moment. Give me a fucking break. Let's talk about finales. Um, we got a war. Oh my god. Hold, I, I just gotta say this. Only worth it? Just. I. You know how much I played that game. To the. To, to the that detriment of, of the, this podcast. It was actually one of the first games that grabbed you like another game and grabbed you before. Like, I know you enjoyed other games, but that one sucked. Horizon was one that was a really, was yeah. a time sink. Um, but this one was, yeah. It, I would wake up earlier, and I wake up at quarter to four in the morning. I would wake up earlier so I could get ready and like run side missions or grind away in Nephilim. Um, but I didn't find the time, outside of beating God of War, to watch a shit ton of finales. Uh, the se uh, the season. Well, yeah, that's right. The season finale of Silicon Valley premiered. Um, I liked it because you finally saw Gavin Belson and the weird chick who took over after the one guy died, um, Lori. I can't remember her last name. 
but she runs the like um, the investor firm, uh, and she fucks over Pipe Piper a lot at the first half of the season. She finally kind of gets her comeuppance, which I've been waiting for for a couple seasons because she's very unemotional, which is played for laughs. But in terms of her business acumen. She fucks a lot of people over, and it was like waiting for that other shit to drop on when she's going to get her comeuppance. Um, it also gave us the fantastic line, kiss my piss. I'm going to need a little context. Uh, Richard Hendricks, the guy who invented Pipe Piper, runs Pipe Piper, tells a former associate who fucks them over, and then comes kind of not groveling back, but like, hey, I need some help. I know I fucked you over, but here's like this good thing I can offer you. And Richard just kind of has this ugly little gloating dance while saying, kiss my piss. All right, then. Because he can't think of anything else to say. Um, Does he end up helping him? Yes, they end up kind of re... They end up reconciling, which is great, and it works out that it fucks over... Lori, oh, I want to say her last name is Beamer or Bamer or something like that. But Lori and, and uh, Gavin Belson, uh, it's kind of a co, co-dicking on that one with the control of Pipe Piper, and it's fantastic. This show, while I, we've talked about the first season finale as like one of the greatest dick jokes ever. The D to F ratio. Yeah, dick to floor. Would a girth affect it? Oh, absolutely. Um... This show does keep getting smarter and better and more funny as it goes. You know, I was concerned about T.J. Miller leaving, but considering what a shit show he's been lately, it might be easier for them. Right. Oh, we didn't even talk about him in Deadpool. He does a good job. I'm glad they kept him in. So, the other really thing funny. is that... He's Big really funny when he's talking to Cable. The thing is that Big Hero 6, the series, is premiering soon. He's not a voice in that. Does he come back I have breath? no fucking idea. It sounds like him, but, you know, there have been lots of other sound-alike actors. So I haven't had time to look it up yet. Alright. But, I mean, I he can't imagine Disney on, continuing... He was on How to Train Your Dragon. He came back for that, I believe. Well, I'd have to, I'd have to look it up, but like But I he said, wasn't in movies yet. He wasn't on Silicon Valley yet. Can I? Yeah, I'm sorry. Be right back. Like I said, um, but I wasn't sure on whether or not it's, it sounds like him, but I mean, there's been lots of people that have invitated other Damn places. Her, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. Okay. But he's just... He's, I know, he's fallen off the deep end. And I think he'll you know what, just maybe, maybe he'll come back. Maybe he'll pull Robert I hope he does. I, I think he's funny. And I, I think he's super funny, and I don't think he needs to be a drunk dickbag to be funny. I agree. I just... I think he made some bad decisions that snowballed and he some needs really to get really bad decisions. I think he like made calling some... it a fake bomb scare. I know. Like, it's okay to fuck up, but don't... This is on a don't whole, 100 yards fuck whole, up. Like, like I said, this is a whole different level yeah. of fuck up. You gotta contain your fuck ups. Um, I did like how they got rid of them in Silicon, Silicon Valley, though. They basically, like, permanently rented him a... A cot in a uh, opium den. <laughs> yeah, that just seems keep about right. Stoned. Yeah, no, that that seems about right. Because um, ironically, like you know that like that's not going to kill him, based on the character. Yeah. Um. So other finales. Arrow, Arrow had its finale. I'm excited on where it's going to go. 
it ends with them defeating, uh, I almost said Richard Dragon, but that's the original character, uh, Ricardo Diaz, who has dragon tattoos. Ooh, I'm a dragon. Uh, it, that does get explained, and it's pretty fucking metal. Where he's like, you know, the abuse I suffered as a child as a dragon, and I controlled the dragon. The dragon does not control me. And then he lights one of his childhood abusers on fire. That's and watches metal. him die. Yeah, like, it's super fucking metal. And that was the turning point of, like, Black Siren going, okay, this dude's hardcore. Like, when Black Siren goes, you're hardcore? Right. Um, but it ends with... The FBI, I believe it's the FBI or some kind of higher jurisdiction um, legal body, um, finally confirming through Oliver Queen as well that he is the Green Arrow. He needs to be held accountable. He says, I want all my friends and teammates to have complete immunity. Or amnesty, at least. Immunity. Um, And he gives himself up to be put in a supermax prison. Deb, what does that sound like? If you're. Be on you. No, no. It sounds like way before Arrow was ever a show, the David Goyer written script called Supermax, in which Green Arrow is falsely imprisoned, and he has to like work him, work himself through this like Supermax but, prison but he's, full of like C, D, and Z list like villains. He's not falsely imprisoned. In this version, in the show version, no. I mean, he, he did everything they were imprisoning him for. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, he helped pass the anti-vigilante law. Like, he himself was hung by his own petard, so to speak. Um, oh, but that was a David Goyer script that was floating around way before, like, the superhero well, boom happened. Well, I think happened. that sounds fascinating. So I think that's where it's going to go. I mean, they, they do need a tonal shift. And I think this is it. I think... And you remember one of the things we really liked about Arrow when it started is that he had street-level villains he had to fight. I don't mind. Like, I think when he's in a Supermax prison, um, and he has that whole speech, like, you know he's going to have, where it's like, don't break me out. This is what's keeping you safe. Blah, blah, blah. Is it bad that I kind of want him to run into a Fisk-type character in a Supermax? I think he will. I think he'll run into something like a Tobias Well from Black Lightning. Um... But I think he'll also run into like really like C and D list metas. I think they'll probably have a pipeline, um, which was the name of the meta human like yeah. wing in Iron Heights from the Flash, which that's just what they call it in the Flash now in Star Labs. But I think they'll have like a meta human wing where he does run into people he can't just like kung fu out of. Yeah. Um, and I think he'll probably run into like lieutenants and a and a prison kingpin. Um, I think it's going to be fucking rad. I'm really excited. Alright. I um, like the idea I, of this. I, and I liked the, I, I liked the villain on this one. Um, they did like the huge misdirect with Caden James, played by Michael, em- uh, Michael Emerson. And then you find out all of a sudden it's the guy from 12 Monkeys. Um, Brad Pitt? No. Mm, I'm going to say something. But, um, uh, I can't think of the guy's fucking name. What else is he in? Kirk. No, it's... Give me a second. Kirk... Cameron. No. <laughs> Green Arrow left behind. Um, oh. Well, if you think about it, if the rapture were to be. happen, a supermax prison would be full. <laughs> They're not going to make it. Maybe the chaplain. That's about it. Uh, Kirk... I, I'm going to mispronounce his name. Maybe... Avacido or Avaciado, something like that. 
Um, but he was on 12 Monkeys. He was the best friend character. Okay. And um, that's who plays uh, Ricardo Diaz. And he got away, and I've already forgotten my point. So, there you go. Oh, so I liked him being the villain because he literally was like, I'm going to take this city without lifting a fucking, like, a fist. Like, it was all... It's almost like going into when they were trying to cripple Gotham using economics as opposed to that's what violence. He, effectively, that's what he did in a corrupt way where he, like, basically bought the infrastructure. He's like, I yeah. own the cops, I own the DA, I own the mayor. Well, Green Arrow was the mayor, but you know what I mean? Like, I'll impeach, I'll set things up to impeach the mayor. No, like, he it's owns exactly the infrastructure he's and he's like... You can't do anything because I'm effectively untouchable financially and infrastructurally, which is, I don't think it worked. So I liked it, and I like where it's going with Supermax. Um, Shield finale? Man, there's some feels on this one, Dad. I actually read the summary. What do you know? Let's go there. Because there were two, no, two, go ahead, go ahead, two big deaths. I read deaths. it like a week ago. Two big deaths. One that was well, been led up to and one that was not. Okay, I'm listening. Nice. Thank you. The one that was led up to was, of course, Coulson. Do we really know he's dead? Yeah, he um, was set up to... Yeah, but I mean, did we see him die? He fucks off to actual Tahiti, which was heartbreaking and heartwarming all at the same time. Because of how he was brought back, we've talked about this at the very beginning, when S.H.I.E.L.D., with the Tahiti project, it's a magical place, and he actually, they drop him off in Tahiti, he goes, you know, it is a magical place, and he gets to spend his last remaining time with Agent May, who finally they... God, I love May. ...had their requited love. Um, yeah, I think he's actually dead. Um, or he's gonna die peaceably, hopefully in his sleep, um, from the weird Cree necrotic disease that he's got. Um, I think he's done. Uh, also, so? they have to write him off the show because he's got to go film Captain Marvel. Um, Fair enough. Because he'll be in that. Fine, you chatty bitches left. And, um, but that was that was a nice kind of denouement to his whole run on Avengers and S.H.I.E.L.D. was that he finally gets like his happy ending on an actual fucking beach, a magical place, Tahiti that is, and with Agent May. Um... And, and it's and it's great because she's like you know they have this whole gag about like you know I can only think of one thing I really want to do and she's like snorkeling he's like yeah that was it <laughs> like um, the death you don't see coming because they've set this up for half a season is that um, a lot of people when they went to the future that they see they go oh we know we're going to survive so we're effectively invincible I so they've been taking like that. crazy chances yeah and I bitched about that uh, you know but probably about a month ago on this show um, they do like close the loop or sever the loop or whatever they call it and Fitz dies present Fitz yep. dies mm-hmm. Um, and that was one of those... And I, went, I mean, they've taken Fitz so close to dying so many times before. Yeah, because he's this, adorable and we don't want him to die, Deb. We also don't want Fitzsimmons to end. Mm-mm. No, we do not. This is almost they are like, the Wash this is, and Zoe of the show. Like I said, this is almost like a Willow-Terra kind of thing. I was going to say Wash, no, when, Zoe. No, because when Terra dies so unexpectedly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you're not going to see, like, Dark Simmons, though I would like to see that. Oh, God, that would be awesome. 
Yeah. Yeah, it would. But um, she stays lighthearted uh, because they realize that past Fitz has launched himself into space to catch up with them, you know, 80 years in the future. Um, so they're going to go rescue him and then everything will be fine. It won't be. It will never be. Well, no, because he doesn't know about, like, Coulson dying or some of the other stuff. He just knows, like, they're trapped in the future. So they'll have a bit of a fish-out-of-water issue with um, past fits. Um, and I, he hasn't proposed to her yet. Like, past fits is still technically single. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Single as a Pringle, they say. Hot on the heels of all of those finales was a possible, question mark, probably, ellipses, um, series finale of Lucifer, one of our favorite, like, I really... We talked about this very early on, that I, against my will, loved this show, because I thought the Lucifer comics were wonderful, and are really good... It's kind of ironic, it's against your will, since this whole thing is free will, but yeah. Like I said... The Lucifer comics so were wonderful charming. and fantastic, and it's it was Tom Ellis. That's exactly what it was. If they hadn't had him as the devil, and if they hadn't had such a good music soundtrack, I would have been fucking out. Absolutely, um, and even that. And like, the thing is that I they kept con- go ahead. No, it's the side characters. I loved Maze. I love Chloe. I love Brother Blood. I don't remember what his actual fucking name was. Detective Douche. Kevin Alejandro. Ooh. Like I said, Detective I'm a Douche. Nerd. I really hated the, the fact that they. I, na- I really hated the fact what that they named the daughter name? Trixie. I fucking hated that they named her Trixie. Dan. Was his name Dan? Yeah, but did they have the same last name? Him and Chloe something. I don't remember. Was it? Were they both Decker? Or did she keep her maiden name? I don't. I think she kept her maiden name. Dan. Espinosa, you're right. Like I said, I really hated that trying to think of they named their daughter. I really hated that they named their daughter Trixie. And frankly, the actress that they cast did a wonderful job, but physically but she, she did. She was a not, Trixie Hobbitsis. Like I said, but physically she did not look like either. That of them. was a flip off moment. Yeah. Um, no, she yeah, was. A, you don't with Espinosa. You don't know how recessive or dominant those genes are on his side. She was a wonderful little actress, and she was hilarious. And I loved all the jokes with her Lucifer giving her influence on her decision making. But I, I love one, Karen Mays. Oh, Karen Mays was fantastic, and I love Mays. She's like he's teach, she's teaching him knife throwing, and or I, how to disembowel. Like I said, and I loved. God, his name was Robin and Buffy. What was his name in? Amenadiel. I loved Amenadiel in that. Oh, uh, what is his real name though? It's not important. It doesn't. It doesn't. But like I said, it was just one of those things where they had all the pieces. Amenity was great. He had the fish out of water, and then he had the prostitute, and then he had the false positive with chlamydia, and he's like, how can an angel get chlamydia? And he had to call Rachel Harris, the therapist that he slept with. God, I love Rachel Harris. She was so good, because it's one of those things where she got to be funny and serious and dramatic at the same time. And, okay. No, she, I think she might be. I don't want this to get hashtagged by the Me Too movement. Or anything like that. But do you think her makeup was a little heavy? Like pancaked? Like she the, has I fair think, skin. No, I think it was the lighting. Okay. I think they put, she has fair skin, they no, tend I think to it, wrinkle. I think it had to do prematurely. with the normal amount of makeup they put on actors, plus the lighting, plus the fact they're shooting She's with indoors some, a lot. I think Terry it had to do with never the, great. It had to do with the fact that they were shooting a lot of different skin tones, okay. and one of them is going to get a little bit effed. 
and it ended up being her. But Tom, uh, Tom Holland. Tom Ellis. Tom Ellis looked fantastic. Tom Ellis always looked a little bit pink, though. Yeah. Not in a bad way. Uh, My favorite part of the series is still in the pilot. When you look at him, just remember the color of his lips, color of the tip of his penis. My favorite part in the series still is the joke they made in the pilot about it being called a devil's three-way. That he had nothing to do with it? No, he had Everything a woman and it? a man. Devil's three-way. Yeah, two dudes. I mean, like I said, that's still one of my favorite jokes. I also love the joke when Chloe gets super fucking drunk at the club at Lux and ends up sleeping in his bed and wakes up in the middle of the night, gets naked and screams, it's hotter than a $3 shit house in here. Was it shit house? It was not. It might have been whorehouse or fuck Something house. Like that, yeah. No, it wouldn't have been fuck house. It was fox. But yeah, she wakes up in the middle of the night and gets naked and throws her clothes off and then still is not sure she didn't sleep well, with Lucifer. Well, funny you should bring up how pink uh, Tom Ellis is. I know, he shows the Lucifer face. Yeah. And Chloe finally sees the Lucifer face after two episodes of beating it to death where she's like... I don't think you're the devil. I know you say that. And she's, of course, thinking metaphorically. And then she finds out, literally, that he is the devil. And she says, everything is true. But does that change her feelings? We might not know. We have no idea, because that is the Maybe they'll get picked up by FXX. I want to make that joke. It fell flat when I made it. Now. um, And I don't want it to be true, because then we'll never see it. Um, I just I, feel I would like, love to see it picked up by Hulu. I just well, At actually, least. I think Hulu would be a great fit for it. I think Netflix would be better. I don't think Netflix is going to go for it. No, I, Netflix I, will not go for it. It would still be a because it would become edgier, and I don't I don't think it should become edgier. I want to talk I think about it the stay fact that PG thirteen that it you is. You and I have had arguments like this before when we talked about Constantine, where Constantine was put on the wrong network in a Both bad vertical time slot. Properties. I don't think Lucifer was on the wrong network. I agree. So, I mean, at least it didn't go the way of a few other things that Fox has done, where it's like, oh, you're not a hit, we're cutting you. But it does suffer from a little bit of Fox cutting Could things Could you put it on FX and be a bit more edgy? Yeah, but I don't want it to be more edgy. I think it had enough of an edge. I don't think... You know what I mean? I disagree. I think you could put it on a Marvel and have it rival Westworld. You could put it on what? Like Marvel properties for Netflix and have it rival Westworld. Wait, you're mixing companies here. So I'm, I'm having a little trouble keeping up. I think it could be super edgy and super interesting. On what network? I was thinking Netflix as a Marvel okay. property. Well, I mean, I know it's Vertigo. Which is DC. God damn it. That's where I'm getting confused. I'm like, wait, what? You're right. Because you're like Marvel no, and Netflix. I'm no, like, I'm just, okay, I'm Marvel thinking, Netflix. No, I'm thinking edgy. And then Westworld no, is on HBO. So like I said, I'm, like, I'm thinking edgy comic book properties. So I'm thinking Marvel. <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, it'd be a coup to have. Do you think? Do you think maybe like? It'd be a coup to have DC and Marvel on Netflix. I mean, that'd be great for Netflix. Do you think maybe they could sell it to like Showtime? But I don't want it to be an R. I don't want it to be an R. I don't have a problem with it I being like an R. I like the idea of never seeing the devil's wang. I don't want to see the devil's wang, but I'd like to see some more tits. You want to see her, like... No, her I do not. cheerleader hot tub movie, huh? Not particularly. But it's just I one know. of those, I feel like... 
a lot of the plot lines they were doing were kind of stunted by the restrictions they had. I agree, and I think something like, like FX. Like, I really feel like they totally could have had a subplot line with her mother going into porn. Did that happen? No. Oh. Chloe's mother, the washed-up actress. Yeah, did you think Chloe's mother and Felicity's mother were kind of the same person? No. Chloe's oh. mother had success. Felicity's mother did not. Ouch. Wait a six, six, six. Can't even make my Wait own Wait a succinctly call it. I was going to say success shame someone. But I'm just saying. Her mother Wait, was Wait, fame always... shame? There we go. So much easier to say. Fame shame? Also, hashtag fame shame. But I'm just saying, no, that's the difference, is that Felicity's mother never reached the heights that she's wanted to, and Chloe's mother had a glimpse of that fame. Did she? Yeah. Did she? She did. Oh. I'm only doing that like, because I don't remember. This is so going to sound horrible when I say it out loud. She was about Sharon Tate famous pre-Manson murders. Oh, that's right. Um, I know how horrible it sounds, but that's about right. Do we hope it gets picked up? Do we hope it gets picked up? Absolutely. Um, a, it ends on a cliffhanger. B, One, it's a fantastic show. It's a fantastic show. Do but, I think they can draw it out for ten seasons? No. Do I think they need I, at least one more? Yes. At least two more, because A, and I wanted to bring this up earlier, um, they have started to allude to more in the comic. Um, and Trisha Helford needs to work. Well, that bitch is dead. They, they killed her. Come back. I don't think so. Okay. Um, I'm glad both of the Battlestar Galactica girls are getting work. Uh, well, was getting work, because Trisha, Trisha Helfer's character on Lucifer is dead, but the other one... Katie Sackhoff. Uh, still has a future in uh, Flash. Fair enough. As uh, um, Plexmith, or whatever they call her in that. Uh, Amunet. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, anyway... I will say that every season of Lucifer has a fantastic fucking villain. Because for three seasons, they are, I'm sorry, three for zero on villains. I don't remember who the villain was on the first season. Um, was it just. It was kind of a minute deal. Yeah, kind of a minute deal. Okay. And the he, Heavenly he Host was, and the was, Brother. Was, no, it was a minute deal and kind of like his Free humanity. Will. Yeah. And, or, his, uh, and his wings. Uh, yes. Second season was the mom, which was a great twist. Where at the end of the first season, they're like, what soul escaped hell? Mom. And you're like, oh, the goddess. Um, and then the third one was Tom Wellings as Cain, which was awesome. I loved it. I loved it. I honestly didn't want him to die. I wanted him to keep going. That's also um, nice and that he's, he's getting tips. work. And, yes. And he's keeping tabs on other people from heaven and hell, which one of them was the the little demon guy from the comics, whatever his name was. The little yeah, I can't think of. His yeah, name him right and his now. sister are like the comedy relief were, in the comics. They were like the demonic version of cherubs. L- literally, yes, they were cherubs, and then yeah, no, I was just yeah. I think they had, no, I'm for the re- uh, for the readers I can't, for the listeners. They had a name, but I can't remember what it was called. Yeah, but like they were yeah. yeah. And they were um, so cute. But they were funny. And she got invited on the girls' night out for Sandman. That was in Lucifer. That was in Lucifer, yeah. yeah. Um, Lucifer Comics, not Lucifer Show. Correct. 
Um, but they did allude to his character, which they could have had the sister as well eventually. They were so so I hope I hope they I hope Lucifer finds a place. Um, in that, I mean, I know I it's too much to hope for another Constantine series. I think he can carry it. He totally but could. Um, it got so good if, in the end. If I have to suffer through, and I only say this out of out of love, if I have to suffer through him being part of the legends until CW realizes maybe we can spin this off and Lucifer and um, Constantine can have his own series again, great. If this is what it takes for Lucifer to have his own, uh, fuck, for Constantine to have his own series, I'm willing to suffer through it. Not that I don't love him on Legends, is what I'm saying. And Lucifer, I don't want to have to suffer through it on... I don't want him to go on I think to a paid to a paid network like Showtime or HBO I think or even Netflix. I think we need to revisit a conversation we've had about the five-episode rule. Okay. So our rule in general is five episodes before you decided you hate it. The problem is, after that, a lot of times we fall in love with an ensemble cast... And it still takes two seasons before they hit their stride. I know where you're coming, going with this because of Legends, but... It's also Parks and Rec. Yeah, that's true. I fell in love with that, but it didn't get really good until season three. But that was with cast editions, whereas with Legends, it was they kind of figured out how to pull off the ensemble cast without, uh, without additions. Like I said, it's one of those things where, like, almost anything, with the exception of Flash, you almost need two seasons before it really gets good. Yeah, Flash suffered and, on and season Flash three. And Flash technically already had two seasons because it had Arrow. Eh, it started half a season ahead. Let's say half a season. Well, it just, it already had established universe. Did you have Iris and Arrow? No. Just Flash. Just Flash. And if you remember correctly, we hated Iris to begin with. But speaking of things that we have differing opinions on, apparently, is the Happy Land Murders trailer. I wouldn't say differing opinions. Sorry. Sorry. And now you get to listen to Deb Chu for the next 45 minutes. Always. Oh, will you? No. Oh, hoo-ha, hoo-ha. That's what you fucking get. I know. I know, Oz. Um... I made you watch the Happy Land Murders trailer, which is which a movie... Which I enjoyed. You said you had your opinions. I think it's our generation, so who framed Roger Rabbit? Ooh, that's a really good opinion. It's not a bad opinion. No, no. Um, if you haven't seen it, it is a very hard to horror. <laughs> um, buddy cop They said comedy? you want some rotten cut. Thank you for picking that up. With the, with the Muppet prostitutes. And we can say For Muppets. 50 cents, because I'll suck your dick. That's a great price. That's not a no. Then she no, knocks him up. No, that's a great price. If I had a dick, I'd let you suck it. That's because, not a no. And then she knocks him the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Like Friday style, knocks the fuck out. Um, I'm excited for this. It comes out at the, I think, middle of August. Why have I never seen anything about this before? I don't know. That's... I just looked up the release date yesterday. Um, the trailer has gone, I wouldn't say viral, but I mean, like, has been making the rounds. 
So um, are they just planning on like a word of mouth uh, advertising? Scheme? God, I hope so because I mean, I've been... Melissa McCarthy is still the big star. Yeah, and it's a hard R. Um, With cop. Joe McHale, no less. Joe McHale, I, he's not a huge draw. I mean, he is for me. Yeah, but I mean, anyone else? Like really? Fair enough. Um, but it's a hard R cop buddy comedy. It's kind of a procedural. It's Lethal Weapon with Muppets? I'd say it's Lethal Weapon with Muppets. Okay, the whole scene in the trailer with him in the office coming on everything. With silly string everywhere. And then he stops. And, and then, then he it starts, starts again. again. Oh, I'm lightheaded. Oh, I'm lightheaded. But just the fact when she does the ecstasy and the guy's like, fuck me. And she's like, maybe. Well, the thing is, I'm pretty sure the ecstasy was just glitter. And she and snorts really, it through a Twizzler. Actually, I want to know what the thing with the Or a Red Vine. Red I vine. want to know what the thing with the Red Vine is, because the Muppet that offers to suck her dick for 50 cents is also holding a Red Vine. And dressed like an S&M. Like I said, I just... He has a bondage thing going. Harness. I cannot wait for this fucking movie. I, I think just, it's like, in terms of like what I'm waiting for, it's like... I really think it is kind of who framed Roger Rabbit. Ant-Man and a Wasp... And then this. Really, Ant-Man and gonna... the Wasp first? Well, they come out. It comes out before that. So, okay. in terms of chronological. But, I mean... Okay. In terms of sh- stuff I'm going to see the shit out of, it's those two movies. Fair enough. This summer. Because... Anything else? I don't care. I'm not going to see Jurassic World Lost Military Fallen Dinosaurs. Kingdom. Like, I'm not going to... I'm not going to see it. I, I don't care. Solo, I don't give a shit. Muppets stomping on real people's nuts in interrogation, I will see the shit out of it. They're the two most decorated officers I've ever seen. His name is Phillips. That's right up there. Like, it's a Muppet named Phillips. Like, Is his first name Remington? Probably. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. What, is, what does that mean? Remington Phillips? Is that a thing? It's a joke. Anyways, continue. Like, you could have named him Dick Steele. It would have been fucking awesome. Max Power. Nah, he Homer got that off a hair dryer. <laughs> didn't. Um, but yeah, I'm psyched. I'm psyched at this movie, and it's weird that yeah, like it came out of nowhere. That is a left field movie. I haven't even heard whispers about this movie. Right? You introducing me to this trailer is the first thing I've ever seen. And about it's Melissa McCarthy. Like she was just on Ellen because my mom is unemployed, so I know that. Uh, she was just on um, the one where she goes back to college. Life of the Party. I have to tell you, The Heat is underrated with her and... Uh, Sandra Bullock? Yeah. Abs- I, it's a great movie. Yeah, that movie. I like, Honestly, I like Spy better. If you're I actually go, haven't seen Spy. Oh my god. I'll watch it when I get home. But like you I should said, see it. Like, it's, like I said, I think The Heat is highly underrated, mostly for the drunk scene. Jason Statham as comedy relief. Put that into the... Okay. Yeah. Spy. I'll watch Spy when I get home. It's so worth it. But, like I said, I, I didn't even hear whispers about this film. I know, right? You hear Muppet Murder Mystery, I'm fucking in. Yeah, but like it's a, but it's a hard R Muppet Mystery, and it's directed by Brian Henson, mm-hmm. son of Jim Henson. And so you can say Muppet. Yeah, you can absolutely say Muppet. Um, yeah, I'm so in on Happy, happy Land. Because if you Google Happy Time Murders, that's a real thing. So don't do that. 
Oh, no. Yeah, porn stars died, apparently. Oh. Or strippers. I'm not quite sure. I didn't delve that deep don't, into it. Don't, because don't, don't dive into the pond. I don't, I don't need to be on that list. Speaking of things that I should not have watched. Mm-hmm. So, you know I have a thing for, like, fucked up documentaries. Is this DuckTales? No, it is not DuckTales, but it is a short thing before DuckTales. Okay. So, I watched this documentary that was recommended to me called Corpsey. Some, Corpsey? Sometimes pronounced Cropsey. Sure. Which is all about a basically urban legend of a child molester and murderer in Staten Island. Oh, it was a real dude. He was a real fucking guy in the 70s that would escape in these tunnels outside this mental hospital and fucking, I was going to say, abduct and malate. Uh, I was going to say. Malate? Malate, yeah. Malate and, you know, arrest. Like I said. Sorry, I got confused. So what did you combine for malate, by the way? Was it mutilate and rape? Or? It was mutilate and rape. Hmm. Wow. So I watched this, and it was a really good documentary, because it was about kind of, you know, the seed of an urban legend. But it was about an actual child murderer in the 70s, and that made me so fucking paranoid for days. You don't trust any neighbor with a nice lawn now, do you? No, actually. I trust the neighbors with a nice lawn. You shouldn't. They're the ones that are on the news. Who said such a nice lawn? We never asked about his collection of tiny shoes. I, I wanted to talk about du- the new DuckTales. Okay. Um, I really like it. Kate Micucci is the voice of Webby. I know. Guess who's the voice of Scrooge McDuck? Oh, you're going to tell me? I'm going to go. It's so obvious. It's not. Um, well, it's not Ellen... DeGeneres? Young? No. Alan Young? Nope. No, I know he's dead. He's not going to be the voice... He was the original voice of Scrooge McDuck, Alan Young from Mr. Ed. Oh, really? Yeah, he was originally Scottish. That's his natural, almost natural voice. Hmm. Who is the voice of Scrooge McDuck? David Tennant. Now, yeah, I knew that. Who's going to be DCC? They're going to have a huge Doctor Who panel, I figure, because they've got Smith, Billy Piper, Tennant, not Karen Gillian. Well, Billy Piper canceled last year. uh, She canceled this year and now is back, apparently. Tenants in, so you can look at his cock. Um, or He's at least married, I'm not interested. To his own genetic daughter or something. Um, from Doctor Who. He's married like, to the doctor's please, daughter. Please give some background to that. He's yes. married to the doctor's daughter. Uh, I really like the new DuckTales. I think who it is... Who is the daughter of an, another doctor. doctor. Yeah. yeah. I really like the new DuckTales. Incest. I think it pays the right amount of reverence to the old ones with still being interesting, and they actually do a whole Warriors reference in one, I was going to say, in one episode. Did you say Warriors? Yeah. As in, Warriors. Come on, play. Yeah. They do a whole reference to that with the Beagle Boys in one episode, and it's awesome. That's actually super dope. I like that. No, I really like it a lot. I think it's smart and dumb at the same time. It's basically like watching Darkwing Duck again, because you have Launchpad. That actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Continue on. So that's did you, it. Did you want a bracket or did you want to end? Let's end, and we'll hold off the bracket till next week. What social contract? Foreshadowing this weird bracket we're talking about. Um. Well, we're not going to jump right into social network, but social network, social uh, contract asshole. But Dad, can I have one? Yeah. Thank you, please. Dad would like one as well. All right. Um, do you wanna... Oh, did you watch the Happy Time Murders? 
I watched just a short minute of it, and then I was cut I'll off. suck your okay, dick for gonna, an hour. <laughs> you're going to have to come back and watch the whole thing, and then we'll talk. But, Doc, did you want to? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I'll be right back. Um, yeah, we're sucking everybody into the Happy Time murders. Yeah. Happy Land. Excuse me. Not Happy Time. Oh, no. Happy Land gets you on a fucking list. Um, mistakes you made? Eating young sausage. Old sausage. <clears throat> Oh, so the sausage could buy its own scotch. It, well, I don't think it was that old. But yeah, like I said, unfortunately, I had that food poisoning. What other mistakes did I make? Um, I was house-sitting for a friend of mine, and he has a really nice house. But and you projected. Sorry. I have a really nice house. That no, I mean, you don't need to apologize. You projected your own self on this house. Yes. I is love that, that house. I'm no, the assume. house is that I live next to this family that were fucking awful because I could hear their kids all fucking day and night. And I found out after the owner of the house got back that apparently the woman living in the house next door is having a really hard time because after she had her last son, she found out her husband was a sex addict and had cheated on her over 200 times. You were living next to Tiona Leone? No, no, no. Nobody nobody would cheat on that. Yeah, David Cubney would. Well, he would, but I'm just saying, this woman, I get why you cheated on her over 200 times, based on personality. Because she a heinous bitch. Personality only. Oh, it seems to be so made. Um, I mistook a child I could curse in front of for a child I could not curse in front of. Oh, and the mom thought you were stalking her. Yeah, I'm not going to get into the whole story, but it cost me $17 and, and some face. What part of her face? Not the good kind of face. Um, I lost some face. So hopefully I can kind of regain that whatever. Um, well, it is what it is. Social contract, asshole. So when I'm at bus stops, I know it's summer. So I'm going to be dealing with the dearth of this stuff. Dearth? Is that the right word? No, because I think dearth is a small version. Oh, Dearth is right. Oh, dearth? Does that so mean like overabundance? The, you do like the length and dearth of something, so it means like the entire... Yeah. Okay. okay. So the abundance of. Um, when I have to deal with a shit ton of homeless and low-income people, which is fine. I don't, I don't well, normally care. Well, technically I'm low-income, but yes. <laughs> Allowance. Okay. Flip me out for that one. Um, but... When I'm at a bus stop or a train station and you ask me for a dollar or a cigarette, I'm more than happy to give what I can. But that doesn't mean I want you to explain what brought you to this point in life. I don't need your life story. If I wanted your life story, I hope it would cost you more than a dollar dollar or a a cigarette. (laughs) Exactly. This isn't prison. I didn't just buy your bitch life. For a cigarette. Or maybe I did, and that's why you're telling me all about some kind of bad situation you got into, and now you're living out of a suitcase with a Pokemon sticker on it. Wow, that's weirdly specific. It is. Or some backpack that obviously you bought a Hot Topic that you thought was cute, with a bunch of Wonder Woman stuff on it, uh, and now you have to get on the bus to avoid, I don't know, the cops, or some bullshit. Um... I don't need your fucking life story. I just want you to stop bugging me 
so I can finish listening to my podcast or listening to the Arctic Monkeys for the eight millionth time. Can I say, I think that headphones in is the international symbol for don't talk to me. Absolutely. Now, given with a podcast, like I can pause it with, I guess with music as well. That's I can not pause the point. it. The point is I have my headphones in, don't talk to me. I know, but the thing is like in summer, like they're all out in mass. And like when I'm smoking, they're like, you must have a cigarette. And like, must I? And my thing is like, I hate when one sees me give another one a cigarette and goes, well, you gave person A a cigarette, you're going to give me a cigarette. And it's the like, problem nope, you're having go, is every- bug, go bug person A, he now has a cigarette. I am not a cigarette like machine. Like I said, the problem is everyone or no one. It's, it's the ID issue. You ID everybody or you ID no one. You give a cigarette to everybody or you give a cigarette to no one. I know, but they seem to get at the pack... And they know I've got at least one or two. Is it, I should not be vilified and criminalized, I don't know if that's the right word, for smoking at a bus stop. Absolutely not. It's not your fault that they suck. But mostly, don't tell me your life story. I don't care. I just want to go back to what I was, whatever yeah, I was my listening sister to and I actually... as a oral, oral, A-U-R-A-L, Oral shield. I'm sorry, I stand by my first point. If I have headphones in, don't fucking talk to me. An oral shield would be different. That's like what when you blow someone for bus fare? I would think it'd be like when you blow someone for protection. Without protection. That's the irony. It's like when you blow somebody for a condom. If you liked this, check out some of our other shows like Mr. Right, Exotic Liability, and No Applause, Just the Clap. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher.